podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. This Wednesday, I want to guide you through a journey to a better you from the inside out. And I don't want you to worry. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Not even trying to get you to like a particular diet or anything of that sort. I just... I'm just trying to get you to understand that a calorie is not a calorie in the way that we perceive it. And there is a reason why you are stuck in a cycle of yo-yo dieting, if you are, or not eating what you want, but still not losing any weight, or even why your face is covered with breakouts or really bad acne. And that has very little to do with your makeup or the environment and a lot to do with your food. That's right. And drinks, too, for that matter. I personally don't stick to any particular diet or label. I prefer plant-based foods, but I don't only eat plant-based meals. I prefer not to eat animal flesh, but I love seafood, and it's hard for me to give that up, so I don't give it up. I still eat it. Did someone say sushi night? <laughs> I just like to follow my heart and eat whatever raises my vibration, whatever makes me feel happy instead of overly full and bloated. I don't like feeling that way. I stay away from pork and from red meat generally, but hey, I went swimming with the pigs in the Bahamas and one of the female pigs tried to bite me, so I told her from that moment on I would have no problem eating bacon because she clearly would have no problem eating me. I don't like bacon though, and I'm generally against the torturing involved in the raising and killing of animals, especially farm animals. And that is something that deeply bothers me, and for many reasons. I think only a psychopath would be okay knowingly inflicting pain in a sentient being, and sentient means one who feels pain, for those of you who don't know, and in a matter that prolongs that pain and tortures that animal, and also the stress hormones that are released by that animal as it is going through all that experience, get released into their blood and it becomes part of every part of them. And when you eat that, after that, you're eating those hormones as well. So yeah, I tend to stay away from eating tortured flesh. That's for sure. And I don't want to condone the practice either. So there are plenty of farms out there that dedicate themselves not to not doing things that way. So use your good old friend Google and you will see that carnivores have options that are better for everyone involved. But listen, you do you, and what floats your boat might just sink mine. So you don't have to live life my way. I am not one of those people who believes my way is the only way or even the right way to do anything. I think that there are many ways and you need to find what's best for you. And what I will say here is meant simply to help provide some guidance so that you can best figure out what that is for you. And as a disclaimer, I come from a family of insanely smart people, and many are science-loving people, and I am a science-loving person. My cousin Natasha, who's actually my sister cousin because her dad is my dad's brother and my mom is my mom's sister, so we have all four grandparents the same. It's pretty wild. 
She is a microbiologist PhD student at Dartmouth, and she has educated me a lot on bacteria, especially on the fact that the bacteria in our gut have a whole separate brain. It's fascinating. You know, talking dirty to me is talking science to me. Science really turns me on. So yeah, I'm a nerd. So brace yourselves. And let's get to it. How many of you have lived life macros bound? I mean, for most of my adult life, I have lived in bondage of macros and calorie counting. And I got to be honest, it's not about to completely change either. From time to time, I find myself counting again or estimating. And it makes perfect sense for me that calories in, calories out is what fuels you and gets you to whatever your goal is. To lose weight, you gotta burn more calories than you consume. To gain, you gotta consume more than you burn. And to maintain, you gotta keep the ins and outs pretty much the same. Well then, I started reading this new book by the two women masterminds behind Sakara Life called Eat Clean, Play Dirty. It's my kind of title too. Uh, And Sakara Life is my favorite meal delivery service. So I was thrilled to get the deets behind the whole thing. So I learned a lot from that book. And you can imagine that my mind was totally blown when I found out that not all calories are created equal. That's right. Not every calorie counts the same. Mind-blowing, isn't it? A calorie is used to measure energy in a fixed system, meaning it does not take into account the actual nutrition of your food or how your body, which is not a fixed system, handles that food. In other words, building your best body does not necessarily involve counting calories. You see, food is not made up solely of calories. According to Dr. Mark Hyman, best-selling author and director of Cleveland Clinic's Center for Functional Medicine, some calories are addicting and others are healing and others are fattening and some metabolism boosting. And why? Because food just doesn't just contain calories. It contains information. Every bite of food you eat sends out a set of coded instructions to your body, instructions that can create either health or disease. A healthy microbiome, the community of bacteria that lives in in your body, especially in your gut, also makes a big difference in the nutrients and energy that we extract from our food. And recent research shows that a flourishing microbiome in the digestive tract is going to be more efficient at breaking down your food and putting it to good use as energy. And eating a primarily plant-based organic diet is the number one thing that you can do to promote a healthy microbiome. And here are the three most important things that you need to know about the microbiome. Number one, the bacteria in your belly are calling all the shots. Did you know that 70% of the cells, the cells that make up your immune system live in your gut? And that 90% of your serotonin is made there and not in your brain? So your microbiome isn't just in charge of digesting food. It also plays a role in how your body can detox and defend itself from illness, in hormone production and sex drive, Mm -hmm. and in your mood. Basically, it owns you. You're his bitch. (laughs) An unhappy gut can lead to just about anything from digestive issues like gas and bloating and constipation to skin conditions such as eczema and and, uh, into anxiety and depression and a suppressed immune system or even an autoimmune disease. Number two, your gut 
affects your food. That's right. When your gut is running like a well-oiled machine, it can handle the occasional indulgences. The better you eat, the smarter your body gets, and the more efficient it becomes at knowing exactly how much energy it needs to use to function at its best. Hello, high metabolism and smaller waistline. Number three, your food affects your gut. You must be asking, what do all these incredible, essential, life-altering, life-giving, body-balancing bacteria eat? Well, they eat plants. So a diet rich in fiber packed with whole foods feeds these gut guys and help them multiply and diversify, which is essential for maintaining a robust gut health. If it's good for you, then it's good for your gut and vice versa. So treat your gut well and it will return the favor. You will see it immediately in your skin. So instead of being fixated on the number of calories we need, we actually have to focus on getting enough minerals and vitamins and antioxidants and fiber and hydration from our food. And I know what you're thinking right now. Whenever I say plant-based, what about the protein? Well, according to JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, we need to aim for 0.36 grams of protein per pound, which is 0.5 kilograms of body weight per day. And that's it. In other words, if you're a person who weighs 150 pounds, which is 68 kilograms, you would need only about 54 grams of protein per day to meet that goal. And did you know that four cups of kale packs 12 grams of protein? And that a cup of chickpeas packs 15 grams. And if you make a kale salad with chickpeas or hummus, you already have consumed half your day's worth of protein in one meal. And here's the science of protein. Protein is composed of 20 amino acids, 11 of which your body produces naturally and 9 of which you can obtain only through food sources. The term complete protein refers from a food that has all of these amazing amino acids in one. And there are plenty of those in the plant world, like nuts and seeds and beans and even things that you might not expect like goji berries and cauliflower. The human body is incredibly adept in utilizing its resources, pulling amino acids it needs over the course of a few days to form complete proteins. And of course, if you want to eat things other than plants, that's okay too, as long as you're eating a healthy variety of plants. You just shouldn't stress over protein. You also need to make peace with fats because fat does not necessarily makes you fat. In fact, they are harder for your body to break down. So they keep you full and your metabolism stoked much longer. They also contribute to building stronger hair and skin and nails. They help reduce oxidative stress in the brain and to enhance the synaptic connections among neurons for better learning, for memory, and for clarity. And of course, they are delicious. We aren't in the 80s and 90s anymore. So let's stop hating on fat. Enter the keto world of hating carbs instead. (laughs) Just kidding. Balance is key. Food should also be bright, vibrant, and beautiful, just like you. I mean, the more colorful and the better, uh, the more colorful, the better, because the colors in your food are their code for their unique set of vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and antioxidants. So if you don't want to dive too deep into learning just what each color means, just know that the more colors, the better. As a general rule, in order to get the best source of anti-aging and anti-inflammatory phytonutrients, each of your meals should have at least three to five colors. 
But there is one color that you need to focus on the most, and that color is the color green. You should be eating more greens than you ever thought possible. Not only are greens filled with microbiome-supporting fiber, plenty of hydration, and amino acids for protein production, they are packed with chlorophyll, which gives them their green color. And chlorophyll is known to support detoxification and to oxygenate the body. So honestly, people, you just don't eat enough greens. I don't either. At least not in America. People just don't anyway. And if you want to encourage the growth of good bacteria and to heal inflammation and to improve motility and to crowd out parasites and to eliminate yeast and to get rid of belly fat and to dissolve gallstones and to balance your pH and to quiet down your IBS and to prevent diverticulitis, cut your risk of colon cancer in half, boost your energy, banish your bloat, and really glow, then you gotta eat your greens. Like six to eight cups of it in each meal. Seems like a lot, doesn't it? And it is, but it's doable, and it will make a difference. It will also have the cool side effect of making you not want to eat much else after. There's also another rarely talked about but super important ingredient that you should not neglect from your menu. Sulfur. You may not think about it much, if ever, but this beneficial mineral found in cruciferous veggies is a beauty food that will fight off bacteria, flash out toxins, and make your skin look dewy and fresh while making your hair and nails grow and grow long and strong. And it has one of the most powerful anti-aging antioxidants. So eat your kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage because they will keep you happy. Last but not least, trust your gut when it comes to feeding. If you are eating the high, the, the right foods, the, the, the high energy foods, the high vibe foods, the ones that don't contain additive calories like, uh, or sorry, not additive, but addictive <laughs> calories. For example, try to stay away from refined carbs and sugars because those are super addictive. You can trust that you will not only eat when you're hungry and stop when you don't need to eat anymore. But your body will also run like a well-oiled machine, telling you exactly what you need to eat and how much of it. You won't have to count calories. You will only have to count your blessings. And one of those is definitely the times when you can indulge without guilt, knowing your body won't change or fall off the wagon just because you have made it so powerful that you can never do that again. If, like me, you just need to have a calorie count as a parameter or a guideline in order to feel like you're doing something right, And if you're looking to lose weight, here is what works best for me. And remember, I'm like barely 5'3", okay? So each person is different. But for me, I like to, whenever I'm trying to lose weight, eat five 100-calorie snacks per day and one lean green meal at night. So for breakfast, lunch, and three more times in between, I eat 100 calories of snacks of clean foods that I like. The first two weeks, I make it low-carb choices. And then at night for my dinner, I have a green salad with six ounces of fish, and I usually use tzatziki sauce from kava that I get at Whole Foods as my dressing, and a quarter of an avocado as my healthy fat in my salad. Or I have like zucchini noodles with vegan meatballs and a blended seasoned tomatoes, like blended seasoned tomatoes with sauce. Or cauliflower baked fried rice with chopped up protein pieces. If you eat chicken, it could be chicken or whatever protein you like. And that normally works like a miracle medicine. I'm not a nutritionist, so please consult your doctor first. But following this could get you down to whatever weight you want in no time. And as I always say, that is all that we have for today. Thank you 
for being here with me and listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.